Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely HP community. We have some channeled guidance. And I was contemplating if to add tarot or oracle cards, but the message was pretty clear. For those of you who went through an expansion of consciousness this year, you will have returned home to yourself. That's your three-year-old whole self. You're able to see the bigger picture with your own embodied brain in the space of compassion. So whether you are still integrating it, if there are areas of unresolved trauma that you know will take time to heal, and that's because it takes time for our bodies to process emotions, we all actually navigate a space of that. And here's where I'm going to give you my personal hunches. So put to the side for a minute the channeled guidance. But when it comes to depending on your soul age group and depending on the level of interest you have in living an emotional enriched, and when I say emotional, it means you have the relationship with the depths of your emotions. So you're not a person who's thinking that emotions are a pain in the ass, that the elephant on the chest is something horrible. You're not thinking of this human suffering bit stuff, okay? So a person who has a window of welcome to emotions is a person who doesn't define emotions as suffering. The minute you hear that sadness is a primary emotion, the minute that you hear about our receptors and our circuits in our brains and understand how they work and how a brain protects itself, okay? So on that note, my hunch before I forget, I would say besides spirituality awakening being different than kundalini awakening, those who want to move into their wholeness will be experiencing a little bit of both, but always in a way, not a little bit both, um, in a way that is sustainable. So it's only if you actually have the ability to know that every sensation that arises from your body, first of all, has a meaning from here. And second of that, that you can also expand it to, um, it's not elsewhere, I don't want to use that word, but uh, we do have those 12 stages of consciousness, but it's really also those dimensions, the different dimensions of you that particle physics talks about. Okay, so let's not focus on story, just focus for a minute on the energy. That's what you want to understand because you becoming your oneness consciousness, the wholeness of you involves the energetic spectrum, which involves your emotional spectrum. And when I was going through, for example, the peak years of my panic attacks, I knew intuitively that it is and was part of ascension. I cannot prove it, nor will it ever be provable because it would take too many different variables. But really, what I should say is this, is that empirical data, when you understand how it works, it works that they have to build, who's they, the researchers, have to build so many different cases of people that have the same, it's quantitative, it's never qualitative when it's the data of people who do research in a way of saying, here we've proven, if you will. So that doesn't have anything to do with particle physics. Actually, there are physicists who are, some of them against particle physicists, they consider it like woo-woo land, or basically... You're allowing people to believe in things that are mathematical, but there's no proof of them, okay? So the reason particle physics, anyways, you know, I'm not going to get lost in that math world, but essentially it's the same as a mystic plane, if you ask me. <laughs> when I hear 
some people who are like, ah, those particle physicists, we don't want you, you're making it. They don't actually do it that way. I don't think, I don't know, maybe they do. I'm not in the physicist group. Um, so on that note, um, as I was saying, trauma memory is very painful. And in order for a person to be able to address their own self, if there's memory barriers and consciousness barriers, it's because the brain of a person will have protected them from overwhelm and from not being able to sustain the environment. We are emotional beings. That's what people don't understand because they don't understand that your nervous system is part of your brain and it's an embodied brain. So while, yes, people can say you use your brain to think that's your left mode, what is always arising with you immediately is your past. It's your implicit memory. So this is why 80% of what you feel is more important than the 20% of what you think. It's not because you have to consider your mind lying to you, but until you have ease from within you, from that body, from the, the throat down, and that you can feel rich in the depth of it, the depths of it, you haven't worked with your brain circuitry. Now, there's a lot of different ways this channeled guidance could go. I'm not going to get into actually those. I just want to stay on point with messages. I don't know how long it will be or how short, but the point that I'm trying to make is every person achieves the state of consciousness that they will have desired in the forefront as they contemplate what is possible for humanity. If you believe humanity to be limited and evil and not whatever and a fixable needing fixing, da, 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 there's all these codependent type people. That's why they're all over the stories. As long as you're judging an area, you're not being a whole three-year-old heart and saying, I have a subjective life experience, so do others. It's called my name, your name, and we're not the entire world and we won't ever be. So let's not waste time in fictitious stories of history. And let's not spend time trying to prove the earth is flat when it's round. Again, don't mean to tease on you flat earthers, but seriously, use your brains to save the environment, please. I would say that, that that might be my priority. Now, I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, this is fake, that is fake. So there's a, um, what was he, political scientist, I think it was, one of the recent interviews on Well or Big Think where he was explaining what is happening and why and how people get consistently moved farther and farther away from what is reality when they're in their echo chambers. Some could say that of mysticism. In fact, here's the part about a 5D mystic is we stay grounded with our humanity, but with mysticism in the forefront, and because of the experiences we have, no, it's not in the forefront, it's next to it. As I was saying, the peak of my panic attacks, I won't ever be able to prove the ascension part. I don't try to, not to myself and not to anybody else. It's a part of my process. For all I know, it has everything to do with hormones, although my blood work comes out fine. Everything is good. We see plenty of people who have gone through the same, and they will also present to you. I thought I was going crazy. I didn't think I was going crazy. I knew I was not going crazy, actually. This is the part. I knew that I was not in any way, shape, or form. There's no sense of loss for the 5D mystic when we're going through our spirituality awakening or kundalini awakening because we have a relationship with the energetic imprint, the data. Meaning, I'm going through an experience. I 
I read about the ascension stuff, the Schumann resonance. Okay, now I'm going to go make sure I'm healthy because I have a nervous system and I have a brain. And I'm going to keep the two next to each other. I'm not going to say one is more important than the other. No, they're both important. I'm a person who has knowledge of this plane that is an infinite possibility plane, not provable by our sciences, our empirical people. It's not disprovable either, but it's not provable. I have my subjective experience. I can share it. I can also stay grounded in reality. The people who have asked me questions about miracles, so those individuals who have healed or have had certain types of situations, we all serve a purpose. In the big scheme of things and expanding consciousness and keeping life moving forward, which is for now, at least from what we know, our globe with our people, life, Trying to respect the outer space is not in the forefront because we have not yet met others. And if we do, they will be met with, we're not an advanced species yet. We're ignorant. Look at us. We're still electing people that are silverbacks. Not I personally, but plenty, because they don't like the present. And they think that hell has come and it's the apocalypse. And I can understand that because I was the first when I was reviewing texts and knowing where we're headed. I was like, whoa, every person's truth is going to come forth. (gasps) Wow, this is going to be fascinating. How much of it am I going to get to experience? I'm not really sure. And right now I know which part I'm experiencing and I don't know how much I will get to see about if we... Or where we get to. I know I'll be back, but you know, when you're back and you're not yourself, meaning I'm not gonna be Maria, I won't remember it. So but it's okay. I don't I don't have to. In fact, actually, this is where when you know yourself, you know exactly why your future would be how it is eventually. I figured it out in time because of knowing where we're at when it comes to the theme of spirituality. And that would be that science is, is catching up and has caught up with spirituality, even though it does not and won't ever explain everything. But it's caught up enough to explain to you why we do what we do. And enough of that to allow the younger generations to be equanimous. The older generations and those who are close-minded to the new because they are familiar with the old, their ideas that all is dismantling and that it is not dismantling in a way that is favorable to the future because they see homes becoming of people that are not of the different sexes. They see homes becoming of people that don't want children, that don't want marriage, because they see traditional values from yesterday being dismissed. And so they see a loss of What is tradition? It's not a loss of humanity. We did have a moment where there was a 3D plane. I mean, if I look at it, but then again, is it really fair to equate those years to something that we actually had until the 1990s There were mental health professionals writing in papers, official papers, as long as you don't hit your kid with the frying pan on their head, it's okay because it's all genes. Okay, so this is the ignorance of the 1990s. I know to some people it may seem old. I was 10 years old. I was not that old. I'm 43. 
And I know it sounds like a lot, but it's not of history. And so we don't really allow ourselves to take a step back, pause, and remember, wait a minute, how old are we as a species? Okay, so for those of you who are 5D mystics, you're here, you're able to be in the now. While others spend their time in illusion land, which is an illusion land, they're just spending time elsewhere because their mind is intrigued and their emotions are taken by that. The ones of you who are here for the now, you're able to understand why it is that people don't like what they see. You're able to understand variables. You're able to not jump to conclusions. You're able to just stick to your moment to moment. I was going to say to your plan, but the reality is we all play a role. Some might have, yes, a plan. And that's something that doesn't make us more special or less. Why do I talk about plans? So in my dreams, there were a couple of them. This was in those different dimensions. And I think it was three of them because I was having three recurring threes. And then I started meeting people that were part of these oversoul. They were part of the dimensions in those areas. So they're part of my oversoul and then in those dimensions. Um, but yeah, three or four of them were about planning. I was with groups of people, and actually we were always planning, 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 and then finally we were ready to put the plan forth, and it was in a year where specific energies were coming around. And I remember that year because I was opened up, my clairs were opened up further. It was not in the peak of my panic attacks. It was before that, but I had been opened up to more, and I knew this because I had a dream. It was three of them, but the first one of the three was surrounding Earth with another 12 or 20, I don't know, or maybe it was just six, I forget the number, but there was the same people that I had been planning in those other dreams with. Eventually, I met at least three of them, and I recognized them from the energetic imprint. I don't know the other ones, but um, they're all 4D. So when I was looking at our lovely planet with these six people that I began my dreams, traveling these different uh, moments with, there was the sadness because we were finished with 3D and 4D energy, if I'm not mistaken, and we were only going to have 5D. So this uh, ball of blue, sky blue, a little bit dark blue, this ball of sadness, it brushed up right against my cheek, kind of like cold air, but it wasn't cold air alone. It was like damp wetness of the ocean, but it was an ocean. It was actually not salty. It was like a river water, so like a water from the mountaintop kind of thing, okay? And yes, very specific, because I, I can still remember that as it brushed right next to my cheek and left the planet, and it was a very beautiful day and, and then other dreams started to come. But some of you might have had certain dreams where your own plan was potentially shared with you. You're not supposed to or have to make any sense of anything. I didn't. I just, for me, knew I was opened up to Claire's because I was already choosing because I love spirituality, I love belief. I was already in religion, and then I got opened up to 
this, and, and I could immediately tell it was true, like Patrick McNamara when he talks about when we have these experiences, but I knew it was true, but not true in the sense of real, and able to separate the two. So when I shared it with people, and I to this day share it with people, I know that I, Maria, can't tell how much they think of it as weird or not. And I think some people actually do feel it's like, okay, you're really off. They've now just gotten used to it, but they know I'm not off as well. Okay, so for those of you who are beginning, you don't have to share. If you do, though, you don't have to get upset when people don't understand. They don't have the same experiences, and you can't prove it. And if you're busy trying to prove it, you're really busy trying to prove yourself. To who? To you're trying to get society to accept you. Just do you. And it's not about you having to be weird or think that your frequency is healing anyone. No, we're all nervous systems. So yes, we co-regulate when we're around each other. And if a person has some situation, unresolved trauma, and so attachment wounds and stuff, and then it's triggered, it's not something funny, and it's not because they're of a lower vibration in the sense of that you need to be seeing yourself as having to be a catalyst or having to be an activator. These words make it sound like you are an object and you have a role and you have to do a child with a list of things to do. Life is spontaneous for those who are in their three-year-old whole heart. It's Krishna Lila, Shiva, and Kali for a reason. So when you can enjoy your every breath, it's because you take life for everything. And everything means every breath you take, every step you take. No, 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 I'll be watching you. Well, uh, can't you see? You belong to me. That's such a possessive song. <laughs> that's not, that's the oldies. No, no, no. Anyways, that song's coming through, so it's channeled guidance, but I'm going to share with you. Nobody belongs to anyone. You belong to yourself. Okay, there you go. Every breath you take, every step. So allow yourself to allocate that song with self-agency in the forefront and, and allow yourself to first, again, float in thin air. <laughs> Not for real, but basically if you can become a healthy self-worth person thank you terry real as he says you're not superior inferior so you'll feel inside of you good to be yourself thanks to your oversoul you get to learn how not to be ashamed because you get to say i stand up for me i'm quirky but i'm uncountry loving and i'll respect you and becoming the full-on grown-up means you know how to handle if those who project don't know how to be their grown-up that's why they're projecting and that's an opportunity people Take it if they are not doing, oh, when you spiritually awaken, you lose people. Oh, when your sensitivities grow, you go vegetarian or vegan, you have to do all of these things. Oh my gosh, I'm going through the dark night of the soul today. <gasps> Look at all, I'm so special. Look at all those people, they're following those trends. Why are they following the trends now? I'm not following a trend, but I want to be saving people. Why aren't people being saved? Why are they all dying? Why are we all here? Why? Okay, so on that note, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. When people are in this mode, it's like, okay, can you please just pause for a minute and focus for yourself before you go and keep on doing this. Let me soothe you 
mommy, daddy, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, let me make it better, I'm so scared, I'm so scared, I'm so sad, I'm so alone, I'm so misunderstood, I'm just wanting to feel some sense of ease in my fucking body, please, mommy, daddy, hold me, please let me help me feel safe, please just hold me and hug me, and I'm doing this on purpose right now, because when we get hugged, our ventral vagal nervous system turns on, and when people are grown-ups, but they're doing the saving please, they're actually, they're three-year-old, they're two-year-old, they're one-year-old, it's nobody's fault, there's no shame, fault, blame, some people are still doing the let me point a finger at those who are caregivers, let's not point fingers, if you're grown-up, you're not pointing finger, it's bad manners to point fingers, you're learning how to be a three-year-old grown-up, it means, okay, wait a minute, let me take ownership, let me self-soothe, let me safely co-regulate, let me understand, let me breathe. So people who think that they are martyrs or superiors is special because of Claire's, and they blame, and they whine, and they're like, oh, don't you know having Claire's is a curse? I didn't have the ability to save anyone, and I saw the treacherous, horrendous shit that was going to come down now, these are things that have happened to people that I know, and they actually did not sustain. They're not sustaining is not because of anything humongous. It's because their three-year-old feels guilty. I'm going to blame myself. I can't help mommy, daddy, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, my home feel better. And I feel so powerless, and I feel so scared and so sad, and I feel so alone. So there's no shame, but there's, I feel so powerless, so fragile and powerless in the face of all this despair. And I'm going to stop right now because this is what can actually bring about things to my lovely community that I don't want to. It's one thing if you're working through something, okay? It's another thing if this, excuse me again, I take, let's uh, recalibrate all of us, but I try to share with you what voices, sounds, and vibration does, this is what it means to trigger implicit memory, which what people don't understand when they're saying, we high vibrate, we activate people, we go and do shit. No, you fucking don't. You actually don't know what you're doing. If you did, you wouldn't go around and near people that you think you're activating. You'd actually feel so sorry for them and move out of their way so they can go do their business. And if they want, they get a good therapist, not you activating them or triggering them. How about you go and learn to be your own fucking self and leave other people alone. Okay, so this is the part of learning how to be a person with Claire's, please. The 4D thinks they're anointed because they have not special powers. They're reading nervous systems because they're an embodied nervous system. They didn't learn about the human stuff. They don't know what they're doing, and their midline is online every time they're looking in the eyes of someone, and they're doing codependent stuff. So they're in the land of illusion that they so much like to flaunt around and talk about and not realizing that they're actually enamored with themselves and they're one-focused and or a lot more. The silverbacks have a different role. They give a sense of stability to people who want those realities to keep being. And since those people are educators, they give people a group that they can go to, feel home with, and build something with because they will remain within the confines of what a system is because that's what an ancient silverback does. They have a society, they have a clan, they belong together, they want to bring each other forth, they won't get too big because as much as people like to think that things can happen, yeah, whatever. They can relatively happen, but the 4D on the other hand, we have people who need to understand 
the difference between being their self and having clears versus pseudo-aliveness and having clears and then becoming destabilized. So I share so that you can understand, one, if you have people in front of you that do this shit, just leave it alone. If it's instinctive, that's, that's great. It means you're 5D mystic. If it's not, well, you can learn to get here. It's called mind your own business. Allow yourself to move into your prefrontal cortex. If you can't, then your third eye is blocked because you can't use compassion. You can't say, I wish you well. I'm going to differentiate myself. I know my body, my nervous system. I'm going to self-regulate right now. <laughs> I'm going to disengage from your energy because I know you're upset. Something's going on over there. I'm not here to take care of you. Nope, nope. I'm not here to take care of myself. I'm here to actually calibrate myself. That's what I'm doing right now. That's what you do with your nervous system. It's calibration, or that's the word I use. You're not reprogramming. You don't need reprogramming. You ain't a robot. <laughs> you're a person with an embodied brain and a nervous system. Let's not confuse. I can explain data, but you're not data. The people who are in the martyrs, superiors or blamers, they have not healed their infant stuff. They don't want to. They don't do it. Whatever, they can do it if they want. Their clairs don't make them any better, actually. They do themselves a disservice every time they ignore the fact that their body is asking them, please move into ventral vagal. They allow themselves to think that their clairs are superpowers and that they're superheroes and that their suffering is actually equated to the years of the medieval times. And they're not in the medieval times. And they don't actually have to be in what is empathy, which is, by the way, draining their body because they're insympathetic and they're ruminating in a biochemistry of fear. They're doing nothing to help themselves to be energized. They can't get up tomorrow because they spent the entire time in that energy and now they're out for however many days it takes for their body to recuperate. Now, the people who want to talk to me about people and depression and anxiety, we have plenty of solutions. In fact, there's Nutshell Lady that's talked about centers that help people, and immediately they see results. We have Sadhguru with the Isha Foundation and plenty of Sadhana that help. We have other good mental health professionals. So all the good people that are doing their job, they're speaking to people about how you can resolve this equation. I'm talking about people who have clairs, and because they have clairs, they think that sitting and ruminating is, I'm highly sensitive. That's why you can learn to expand your window of tolerance, which would make your light body expand eventually, which might allow you to enjoy life. Okay, so when you, again, encounter, there's nothing for you to do unless you want to be in the boat of people who want to tell other people what to do with life. And on that note... We do have a lovely collective of 4D. They have their role again, but uh, in time, what the hope is that, is that they learn how to navigate at least their nervous system so they can stop putting their poor bodies into, um, you know, again, pseudo-aliveness means that you're in your arousal state, hypervigilant, you're in your midline, the amygdala, alert, alert, alert. You're not actually in the optimized version of you, so you're not going to grow more energized or more vital, meaning alive. So, in the meantime, we can wish the best, support, be loving, kind, and understand that all people do do the best they can. So if this, this regulated, modulated, embodied self is the experience they will stick to, they will stick to a vibration that's beneath the neutrality one. And they can touch neutrality, and that's what their idea of flow is. Uh, it's going to be not consistent flow, but... For those of you who are 
in a consistent flow. Let's move back into our lovely group. You allow yourself to take it day by day. Understand that some are not moving out of that temporal junction. You are. You're moving to your prefrontal cortex. You're allowing yourself to breathe. When there are those days, if you have any days, you get to go and do things you enjoy doing. And you get to, quote unquote, suck it up, buttercup. No, you don't have to suck it up, but you get to understand you're getting to expand that window of welcome, if it's welcome, for your emotional stuff and the unknown, unexpected, unwanted, uncertainty with your, within your heart. And you keep moving into richness every day of your life. It's not as boring as it sounds, the mundane, once you're embodying your wholeness. That's why you don't get tired of personal development. I just want to live life. You are living it. <laughs> If you're tired of it, it means you don't know how to use your your navigating nervous system yet. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm just laughing because it's so straightforward. Once you understand that your nervous system only has three modalities and people just don't want to believe it because Stephen Porges still has to continue building his empirical data. So they'd rather believe the ancient silverbacks and whoever it is that says you can't buy that enlightenment forever. You can't be on you can't be gooey, ooey, ooey. Mm, wow, okay, that's a very interesting data point you're giving me about yourself, but uh, I'm not going to let you know because that would make me a rude person, and plus I can't prove it, right? And if I say you, you're the one who's, no, no, you're just trying to be spiteful. You're just trying to be mean. You're just trying to hide the truth. I know you're upset. I can tell. You have human suffering written all over it. You go home and cry. I bet you're, you know... The part about when you actually are a person who is good with emotions and people want to perceive, no, they perceive you. Sometimes I will have loved ones in the past years that will have been intuitive in certain ways. And I remember one of my friends who's really intuitive, but their interpretation is completely off, completely off because they're coming to you with their story. And it's the minute that they will tell you something about your emotions. And it's like, no, I'm not going through that. I'm, I'm good. I don't know what you're talking about. But that's because people don't see life as a playground. And so, again, they don't see emotions as expansion opportunities. For those of you tuning in here today, you got to hear a bunch about how to expand your emotional opportunities if you want. You don't have to. And a little bit about 4D and ancient silverbacks, and uh, we're going to still see them. But if you keep on moving into your expansion of consciousness, you're going to get to keep moving as the year comes to an end and the new year begins into uh, expansion for yourself, expansion around others, and a very, very enriching experience called life with your grown-up self and your three-year-old whole heart, and then to share that with others. And to be able and build more equanimity if you want. And that's something beautiful for those who are ready to not only be their adult self, but to literally live relationships of all types and to talk about topics that are important. We need people who can be functional adults with polyamory, with monogamy, with mononormativity versus polyamory with the political stuff in different countries and different ways the globe goes. The young generation is already all over this from what I've gathered, but I don't know in what form. I don't watch the news. 
However, I do know that it's most important for me personally to share channeled guidance on a personal development level because it's about supporting you to be you. So when you can be equanimous, then you can handle social conversations like a grown-up and you can feel good about life and you can make that difference because we make a difference in our neighborhoods. We make a difference in our mundane. We make a difference when we set an example. You make a difference every time you learn how to transform. Let's say there are abusive slash toxic family, friends, society group situation, okay? So the adaptive children, they don't know how to set an example. They're triggered. They're reactive is what it's called. They're harsh and unforgiving. What they don't realize is that they behave in the victim, perpetrator, and rescuer dynamic. They are part of a dysfunctional family, and they're using their dysfunctional roles within group environments. So we don't want adaptive children. While their ancient silverback leaders or their 4D people are leading them in the mannerisms of allowing them to be fueled, their pain points are fueled by these individuals, as is their group and the differences that they highlight. They got a list of it. It's kind of like when the what was it? That one dude went to the Catholic Church to separate and he put the list on the door of what he interpreted as the truth and then it's separated into the Anglican, right? And then from the Anglican we got the, or no, that was Calvin. Uh, anyways, however that went down, okay? So long story short, what we have is something basically similar. So putting to the side the silverbacks with their, oh, here's our list. And the ones who said, oh, I'm going to sign up. It's like the volleyball team. Which one do you want to sign up for? But this organically happens because people are looking for their shiny object to find home while in the land of separation because they're not in their own home in their bodies. And you don't feel special for just being you. And then you being a human and you being a mundane human, lo and behold, mm, oh, Claire's made me special. Oh, this profession made me special. Oh, no, 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 me being a mom or dad or a sibling made me special. Okay, so let me move forward. When you know you're special just for being you, it's because you've returned home and then you know you can make a bigger impact by, as I was saying, when we see dysfunctional patterns, we will have a victim, a perpetrator, and a rescuer. We don't play a role. We're not in it. We're a Zen master. We're not a non-disciple. We're not a compulsive thief. We're not a disciple. We're a person who says, hmm, no, we don't say anything. Depends what's going on. And so... What we do is stand in equanimity to the best of our ability and the right silence. And we just allow ourselves to keep Krishna Leela because, see, that's what's going to keep your ears honed in, open with the three-year-old that wants to learn more, stays curious and stays open-hearted and does not try to assume anything. We're present, bottom up, up, down. A tuning, mm, let me calibrate, let me see. Okay, I'm not going to take care of you because I'm a three-year-old, I can't take care of you. No, I don't have your nervous system, that's what it is. But I can recalibrate mine since I'm an adult and with that same heart. Is this what you're saying? Try to resonate, yeah? Okay, cool, and then trust and expand. And together we see we don't create dysfunction. Now, if we need to allow ourselves to rectify, that's where it depends. Depends what's being said, depends how we can approach it, but we're always gonna try to do what can bring harmony and expansion. If that means not making a point at all, then we will not. 
The right silence is where you know when it is better to not say anything. If you can't say something nice, say nothing. Take a bit of good advice because while the adaptive child looks at that as standing by because they're still angry as a teenager will be of the unfair, unjust world and nothing's going the way they want it to go and how dare they, the grown-ups that are the wisdom, the Enlightenment Soul age group, functional adults are not jumping in their pants. There's not only one of us, there's a bunch of us and it's together that we create the future. So we all learn to support each other when we have those moments of upset because we don't see actually what we would like to see. So on that note, we support each other when we see, wow, the, the world, what's happening? Which is why when people actually that are not grown-ups misunderstand emotions for suffering, we are not appreciative of that because they're suffering, not the other way around. Again, the martyrs, the ones who think they're superior, and they're the ones with clairs, they think that they know what they're picking up on because that's how arrogant a martyr or superior human being is. Now, they're not arrogant in an assholeish way. No, they just think they know everything because they can pick up on shit. You don't know anything because you don't live from the body of another person. So automatically, you don't know me. And that's where if you hear words and then you don't take the words that are being spoken, it's good. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Let's say it again. Adaptive children, their ears, they're in biological rudeness. They're not hearing you. They're already making up their story in their own brain. So they're not part, they're not present to tuning, resonating, or trusting. No. They're in a safety behavior, which is their maladaptive response. They're trying to scan territory, make mommy, daddy, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, happy, safe, whatever. Let me take care of you. Let me show you the way. Let me baby you. Let me, again, yeah, we don't, uh, no. Solo poly here, particularly in cases where we've had people, yes. And even a monogamous person who's a functional adult will tell you, uh, I didn't ask for a parent. I, I'm not really sure. And I'm also not a child. So even now with my parent, I can handle being told, no, I might not like it. You know, I might not like how I'm being handled, but I can handle it and speak my words. The people who have a good relationship with their emotional body, they're not suppressing because we're in a window of welcome with our ventral vagal state. So the difference is you only know this, and all of you, I don't know how many of you do know this, you will know this when that elephant on the chest feeling has never been something like, oh my God, I'm suffering. Or, let me put it this way, that you will have noticed a difference in your relationship with your basic emotions and being able to talk about humanity with equanimity or relationships. And yes, romantic is not a priority because romance is part of any relationship of people who grow up. That's if they're functional adults. If they're playing victim, perpetrator, and rescuer, that's not adult land. It's still 4D, 3D land, and it's adaptive children land that are trying to compete with each other. In fact, let's not even go there, shall we? There, there's no tangoing. I mean, I know they think they're tangoing, but we will see something completely different than a tango. We won't be in that business. That's a relationship. So age your people for the ones who are actually navigating for now the lower toroidal field, the, the higher toroidal field, they're actually finding those people that they get to be happy with. 
because they've learned how not to complain about each other, how to accept each other, how to know about negotiating, how to actually build a healthy relationship. So they're respecting each other's individuality and they're allowing each other to shine. They have compersion, even if they're a monogamy couple, it doesn't matter. Okay, so polyamory involves a lot of different dynamics, but polygamy is one of them, just in case you were curious. So monogamy is one, even though that's the mononormative title, but polygamy and polyamory are different. So polygamy is a part of polyamory, but polygamy involves the sexual exchanges or more people having sex together. Polyamory is many loves, and it doesn't have to always involve romantic. Sometimes it's platonic and romantic. Sometimes it's not even any of that, even though romantic is, is involved. There tends to be the idea and the assumption, but some of us, we love all. We love many because we love and that's something that a person can talk about for themselves when they're empowered with it. They understand that, again, our lovely society, they have their opinions. This is why we're not oddballs, we're just people and others have opinions and that's where we leave it. We can talk about it. So let's learn to talk about good and important topics. I hope you enjoyed. Have a good one.